Hello, my friends. This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome to this season four, episode nine. Now we've dug into sex before, but this is that was more of a sex 1.0. This one is going to be a sex 2.0. It's kind of taken up to a whole nother notch. So I have myself, Kylie, and Shirley, Red Pill, and Alpha Monk. And we actually have a guest speaker on here, uh, Lee Lin. She is a comedian. So she has a lot to say about sex. So, you know, let's get into it right now. Don't want to take too much of it, but let's go. Because I don't know how to be a man because I'm a woman, right? And I didn't think I would have to explain what being a man is to a man. But okay, here we go. A lot of things happen in this life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Markel doesn't know. Obviously, I don't know. Obviously. Okay, but I'll try my best to explain because I've never had to do this. (laughs) Okay, as a woman, when we are like 12 or 13, we start bleeding. And that's when we become a woman. I mean, it's just kind of decided by nature. You're a woman if you bleed. We have all these other things to do if you want to be a man. For a man, it's like you guys get to decide on your own. Like maybe it means you make $100,000. Maybe for other people, it's like you can hold down a job. For another person, it's like you start to build a company. So it, it depends on the guy, right? It depends on his culture. depends on his upbringing. But just having a penis doesn't mean that you're a dude. Like, I mean, you're a man, you know, because it's like a little boy can have a penis and he can do whatever, but he's not really a man. But to me, it has to do with being a provider, being a protector, being responsible and having a mission in life mm-hmm. and not having to just being able to just stand on his own without having a mother. Like, mm-hmm. right. I actually 100% agree with that definition. A thousand percent agree with that. Wow. That's powerful. That's a great definition. So That's if a man can do all that and he has some wherewithal in the financial department. going on peoples this is Dante from the Y Day podcast we thank you for tuning in this is what season four episode 19 almost going on 20 I don't even know when I'm gonna end this season I'm just gonna keep going this whole pandemic just keep on going and uh we have a guest us on here who was very opinionated of the comments in our last one so we put her on so <laughs> yes yeah, so Leland you're on here you win you win so um you can give a little intro about yourself but you know tell us a little bit more about you want because you're our guest on here for our episode so the the topic is sex so oh. um you felt very strongly about it <laughs> you, you 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 disagreed with markel a few times well a lot of times <laughs> so uh what's your 
what's your take on it? Like what, we'll start with you first and then, you know, yeah. Markel could kind of say his piece. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dante. Cause yeah, I was going to go, go to sleep, but you're like, Hey, you want to be on? I was like, yeah, I caused enough havoc in the last episodes to not be on. So like this, this is my it. thing, right? So, okay. Ladies, we, you know, go through childbirth, you know, we go crazy once a month. We bleed out of our wherever's. And, you know, we don't get paid as much and all get raped and get killed and all that stuff. The least we can do is hold the pussy hostage so that we can get the house, we can get the car. Because otherwise, what are you dating for? Like, you know, I'm Chinese and I look at Americans and you guys, you know, date for 10 years before you get married and the guy doesn't even want to be with you. He just marries you out of guilt. Like, why? <laughs> so that's, that's, my, that's my take. I love it. Tell us the background. The background about what? Like, am I single? Is this still a question? No, nah, well, he asked that. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm us that. Wondering. I mean, if you want. Yeah. I'm not, I was, that wasn't my question. <laughs> you, you can say it. <laughs> oh, what's my question? Like, did, background. Like, like, what's my you know, view on yeah, sex? Yeah, yeah. Like, have sex if you're going to get something out of it from the man. Like, if he's going to give you, if, okay. If he wants to have sex with you, you have to name the price, okay? Don't have sex for free. You can if you want, but you're not going to get anything out of it. So maybe your price is a one-carat ring. Maybe your price is your deed on the house. Maybe your price is a Tesla. I can't tell you what price you uh, want because that's your decision. But ladies, are you getting anything out of sex? If you're not getting anything out of sex besides wet bed sheets, why are you having that's my that's my point. So in a way, um, sex is more like transactional for you than like spiritual. Yes. Would you say? Yes. Okay, yes. Interesting. So what's your price? Uh, basically, have to get married to me, and I demand a five carat canary princess cut ring on an after cut setting, and uh, very specific. Basically, yeah, because like. What what else are you dating for? Like you're gonna have to get a man who can support your children. I'm not gonna fucking work after marriage, so he's gonna have to support me and my spending habits. So this is just the entry price, right? So he's gonna have to pay for me every single month, because uh, I'm. Expensive. What are you offering him? I love it. Yeah, what are you uh, myself, dude? Like <laughs> I'm not enough. That's not enough. No, more then, than a you're not. You said a whole ticket. From what you guys were saying, you guys were already disqualified yourself. So, oh, so the one upside, what's coming? One upside, I can see what's is, happening. Is, is, hey, is a comedian. Then before we start, I think ship to humor the is severely underrated in women. And if you can find yourself a funny girl, that'll take you really far. I'm dead ass with that. I think if you find a girl who's funny, that's a really big thing because I think a lot of girls, honestly, aren't really incredibly hilarious. But it's like, okay, so I have to get this super specific five carat uh, canary ring and all this other extra shit. It's like, okay, so she's five foot. She can barely reach the top shelf. So we're doing all that anyway. And then, okay, she's going to make me laugh occasionally, but I got to shell out for everything. I'm sorry. She just proved my point of my thir three date rule. She just proved it right here. If a man is a man, if you're willing to shell out the five carat ring and the marriage of the kids, the Tesla and all that, Leland is your girl. You should look no further. But if you're not looking to show up some five carat canary colored, whatever, what the fuck ever, it's like, all right, Leland is not your girl and you let her go. Don't waste your time. Don't waste her time. Yeah, of course. She knows I what she's looking for. One. I don't need She knows what world. she's looking for and you know what you're looking for. 
Dude. So if you're dating a girl and she's not about to give it up and it's been three or four dates, cut your losses and let it go. Yeah. We numbers. want real fathers and real husbands. We don't need pumping. Waiting an entire year. Okay. You I want real fathers and real husbands. These girls who are hooking up with guys are not looking for that same thing. Then they can have sex with whoever and they can get an STD and get pregnant with a you know child that they have to take care of for 18 years as search Have you ever had yeah. sex before marriage? Hmm? Have you ever had sex with a guy where you didn't plan on I married own? the guy that I had sex with, so I guess, yeah, I did. I regret it. I could have sold my virginity for $2 million. Instead, I fucking wasted it on a dude for nothing. That was dumb. Boom. <laughs> and now it's not fun. See, it's not fun anymore. I'm just more fun as a troll. But all right. Okay, what else you got? Other question. I got anything else. I think you just proved all my points. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to marry. So why would anyone marry somebody like you? Like you have nothing to offer to a woman who wants a real family. So why do I care what you think of me? So if I don't want a real family, I'm not gonna string her along like I want a real family. I'm yeah, then cut her along. You aren't ready for a real family. Much. You're arguing past yes. We already agree. Like yeah, we already agree on the uh, same we don't want to date you. you. That's, I don't want to date you, and I don't see don't why other me. women want to date you. Yeah, I'm not going to make you. Other women who aren't interested in having kids right now, right? Who, who don't want a husband right now. Maybe they're starting a business. Maybe they're launching their career as a comedian, and they just can't be tied down right now because they're touring all over the state, all over the country. Yeah, they would them. sleep with a guy hook like up me. With them. Do it. Do hook up with all the women who are like that. I don't give a shit. Do you always argue past yes? Like, is this your thing? I mean, if you want to be right, that's fine. But your kids might be on welfare. My kids are going to go to private school. I mean, that's just, oh. that's just the world. <laughs> that was one of her comments earlier. Shots <laughs> fire! <laughs> and she sipped the tea. Oh, fuck! It's just hilarious because, like, we're – she's saying literally the same exact thing I'm saying from a different perspective. So it's like she's continuing to say things, but it's like we agree. Don't waste someone's time. Right? She would never fuck a guy if she wasn't planning to marry that. Is that yes or no? You wouldn't fuck a guy if you weren't getting some out of it, if you right. weren't going to marry him, yep. if the exchange wasn't mutual. But she's going yeah. beyond that. She's not, she's saying like, remember we had that episode about hypergamy and how like right. women date up? Right. She's saying like, even as a woman, you're not doing hypergamy right if you're just fucking dudes to just fuck dudes. You need to gain something yeah. from it. So true. I think that's, yeah. that's, it goes beyond just like choosing whoever you want to fuck in the moment. Even if you want to fuck some guy, he has to come with, like, some fucking yes. weight with him. Do and you watch Year 7? Do you watch Year 7, girl? Do you watch No. Her? No. I don't. Okay, you should, because she's all about that hypergamous bag. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like, if the current, if you want a woman who's feminine, you want a woman who's not going to be with lots of dudes, you want someone who's conservative, she's saying that comes with an, ex an exchange. And I think we agreed with that. Like, we, we wouldn't want women to settle for guys who are scrubs. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So all I can say is I'm not going to say whether I am or I'm not a scrub. Right? I don't want no scrub. In the mo what? <laughs> so I don't want no scrub. I don't want no scrub. <laughs> no, no. But it, the whole thing is like this. It's like, I think romantically, when you look at long term, <laughs> Right, being able to provide some sense of security, being able to provide some sense of status, that's incredibly important, right? And then you have Zahavian signaling, are you giving gifts or not, aka the canary ring, it's all very important. I'm not looking for any of that currently, right? And any girl that I've been involved with in the past few years 
uh, minus my ex, right? We were, we were very serious and monogamous. But like we weren't looking for that either. Right. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like she just said, well, if you want to go fuck somebody who wants to just fuck, go fuck. That's exactly what I'm saying. The only, I, I, I mean, obviously here, here's the thing, whether I'm high value or not high value, the women I am currently with think I'm high value. Enough. That's it. And that's what matters. That's what matters. That's what really matters. Whether I'm a one or a 10, the woman I'm with, I fit whatever their current standards by hurting me are. Okay. So some comments said uh, women settle when feelings get involved. Remember, she's looking for a long-term possible permanent life partner. He's talking more about just current or maybe a couple years type of relationship. Yeah. I, someone said, I think that's, that, that's why it's funny because it's same coin, different side. <laughs> Right, it's called arguing past yes. That's when you both have the same point, but nobody wants to be like, oh, okay, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, you win, Markel. You got me. Ah. <laughs> you know what? That's all I ever wanted to hear. You are the best. <laughs> so much for being on. That's all I ever wanted to hear. Awesome. You, have you have made my year. This one comment right here has made all of the <laughs> Well, I'll start asking some questions because, you know, yeah, <laughs> I think it's time for me to ask some questions here, you know, since that was the point of this episode. This question, you know, Pass overdue, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're long overdue for the questions on here. All right. So I'll start it off with, because the question we never got to ask, does society degrade sex? Why do you think it's more or less? Not a big deal. That's what it is. I think it's just a clash of liberal and conservative ideals. Somebody thinks one thing and some other body thinks some other thing and they're both in charge and have some highfalutin office and so their voice gets heard. Uh, I think sex in general, most people understand that it's very powerful whether you're conservative and you think it should only be shared with your partner or whether you're um, a sex worker. You understand that sex has power in society. Now, um, in terms of degrading, yeah, I do think we degrade sex in society. I think we, like Mark um, Andre mentioned, mentioned, that we use it as like a commodity and it cheapens it. And we don't really appreciate like the whole entire experience of sex. Yeah, it's um, like a, an objectification of that. It's like uh, being objectified, basically. Yeah, I think, sex, I think, yeah, exactly. I think sex is like a creative energy. And when it's used appropriately, it can be really powerful for the person or the people engaging in it. Uh, so. All right, Leland, what you got? What you got on that? What's yeah, what you got? <laughs> be quiet. You don't need to be quiet. You can go on. And, you can. You know, I, like, I don't want to be rude, and you know, because you had a really good point. I just feel like if you can afford to have the consequences of sex which is supposed to be children i mean even if you wear a condom or don't want to have kids you want to be responsible for it right so like a hit it and quit it dude he has a right to do that but it's kind of the woman's fault for not vetting him, right so i'm just saying you can do whatever you want but you have to be able to handle the consequences so if you know, he puts a baby in you accidentally, you're stuck for 18 years, possibly longer, without his help. Single parent families are not, I'm from a single parent family, so that's why I went way the other way, and I was married before. So I just think it's up to ladies, it's kind of up to us, because we're the ones, you know, guarding the pussy, right? So, you know, we gotta, hey, this guy's a pump and dump, 
dude, oh, this guy, if I have sex with him, I'm going to have a better life after sex with him, right? So a lot of women get involved with guys just temporary because they're lonely. They want some validation. You know, they feel like, oh, I feel ugly today. Let me get a dude to make me feel pretty. And then, you know, so you talk and you talk, oh, shit, I'm naked. Oh, shit. Like, this is not good. Things are happening too fast. So instead of, like, basing your value on what a guy thinks of you, you should cultivate your own uh, standards. Because it's a woman who validates a guy. You know, you guys go out and hunt the freaking woolly mammoth and we, you know, pat your head and say, hey, good job. And then you guys have to be, hey, get you some sex, you know? So <laughs> I, I feel like sex is... um to the right however you want it to be but you know just make sure as a lady you're the one who has to deal with the scds you're the one who has to deal with the baby so you better be good at vetting and if you don't want to that's fine but you're gonna have to be a single mom and as a daughter of a single mom it's not fun so that's all i have to say about that i totally killed uh killed joy but that's, that's what so just to quickly just quick piggyback on that I mean, Lee Lynn is like totally right. So I'm a single father, right? So I have, I have a little four-year-old son. In between the episodes, I, I went and put him to bed and stuff like that. And I think I always tell my guy friends, like, you can't trust a woman if she says she's on the pill, if she has the new Uber ring, if she, the arm insert, whatever. Like, it's going to be up to her. You should be wrapping your shit every time. They should be your condoms and your possession, and you should be wrapping your meat every time you're about to be, right? Like, right before you tap it is a real fucking thing. Because just like she's going to have to worry about all these crazy STDs and carrying the baby. And I've seen that. I went to every single doctor's appointment. I wouldn't wish pregnancy on anybody. Like, when women are like, oh, I can't wait to have kids. I'm just like, adopt. I've seen that shit. Right? Like, I was there with the last minute C-section. It was like the walking dead. It was just like, Bleh! it was everywhere. It was gross. Right? I wouldn't wish pregnancy on anybody. But it's like, as, as men, you better wrap your shit. Because just like she's going to have a baby the rest of her life, you're going to be attached to her the rest of your life. This little dumpster chick you found at a club that you decided to pump your little kids in and she's pregnant, it's a woman you don't know and probably don't even like all that much, you're going to be attached to her the rest of your life. Not only that, she doesn't have to work. She's going to treat you like a paycheck. So you better wrap your shit just to make sure you don't end up in a situation where you're shelling out a child support because she decides to take your kid and you can't fight court because you're broke, right? Like you, like protection is super important for men as well. And it's not fair to the kid to have single, like one single parent, right? Or it's not fair to kid because you're trying to be a good dad and the mom's like, you know, I'm lucky enough to be in a very cohesive, genial, co-parenting situation. I got so many homies who were just not in that position. So just, just to compound on what she was saying, it's like, yeah, you got to free tap it because if being a single mom is hard, but being a dad who can't see their kids and you got to shell out, that's even harder. Well, it's two sides of the same coin. I mean, it takes two people to have the kid. So, both of them are going to suffer. So, I yeah. guess some comments here. Someone said, my oldest daughter, dad, my oldest daughter's dad told me he had a condom on and I was on birth control and he didn't wear it. I was 21 and pregnant. I just started my career. So, after he died, I was completely by myself. Damn. So, that's, that's real shit, man. Make sure you guys wrap your meat. Even in relationships where you're committed, like, it's important to when you want to have a child be ready yeah yeah all right well that's 
little bit of a downer of the. <laughs> yeah. of I mean, you can see it as a downer, or you can see it as like a valuable, I, valuable lesson. Yeah, it's valuable lesson. Monster club. Oh yeah. Like, damn, this is this is this is, <laughs> this is sad. I'm like, damn, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Great. I think the, the the question was about degrading sex, man. Y'all yeah. Like, you know, birth control. Well, you know, missing. Like, <laughs> I feel like you know when re- the reading rainbow. <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> knowing's half the battle. I feel. That's like, GI Joe, bro. That's GI Joe. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like GI. Yeah, I know both. I said. <laughs> yeah, I said whatever, man. <laughs> you know what I meant. It's the more you know, fool. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Another question I'll ask, and uh, let's see. Then I'm, nobody guys said the, the the buzzwords, man. What's going on? All right. Uh, oh man, this is interesting. You guys have some interesting questions on here. How does porn influence your sex life? I don't think it does. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. It, it could probably help a guy last longer if he's like fapping it all the time, I guess. But mentally wise, I mean, there's so much literature on how it kind of like affects the guy's brain, the way he sees women, how he perceives sex, kind of throws it off. So I don't, I don't really see. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't really see a actual. Yeah, I don't think you have to raise your hand. Oh, sorry. I like, yeah, I do you have you ever when you were younger or whatever age you started looking at porn, did it ever affect your self-esteem? Like, oh, like these dudes in porn or these women behave like this. So, yeah, like I measure myself up to them sexually. And did it make you feel less of a man if you didn't? No, I think what it what it does for the most part is it gives you this notion that it's easier to have sex with women and they will be easier to do most of the things that they do on porn. Like you start to get that, you think, and then you have this, like most of the time, you gotta be honest with you, most of the time they're nines and tens in porn. They're gorgeous women. And you know, you're telling your mind over and over, your mind really doesn't know the difference that you're you're having sex. They thinks you're kind of having sex with these beautiful women. So you're telling yourself subconsciously, I can go out there and I can have sex with women just like this all the time. You know, it's not reality, obviously, yeah, but this is what the literature is showing. And so a lot of guys are going out there, you know, and they're looking for really fine girls. They're saying, telling them whatever the fuck they want to say. And sometimes they're scoring or fucking shout these girls and they bounce. And, yeah. you know, we have this whole culture. So I think porn is really ruined, like part of degrading sex. I think it's ruined, like <laughs> how um, sex actually is. It's messy sometimes. It's not always perfect. Sometimes like you're not in the mood. Sometimes like guys lose erections. Like it's not like so picture perfect. Like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't but know. You have, to, you have to appreciate it too, because like what I read is like there's a silver lining. Like it does keep a lot of perverts and a lot of sex offenders at bay. <laughs> That's serious shit. If you took it away, if you took that away, the 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 amount of rapes and sex offenders and all that shit would rise like drastic, like uh, like crazy. So it's like it it, it, it has a a a little part that that helps out a little bit. I think people sexually act out because we live in a culture where it's super repressed. I think like, think of, think of an island where like there's no porn, right? And everyone on that island walks around naked and no one really thinks boobs are a big deal or seeing a dick is a big deal. Do you think in that society they're just raping each other? 
They're just like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would be consensual. Oh, what does that do to like, nuclear porn? families? Well, wait, porn isn't like this, like, um, mediator in society. I think it's the way society is structured. Well, it's a tool. It's a part of the tool. Like, you're talking about indigenous people who are not surrounded by sex all the time. You think about society, sex sales. It's every fucking where. It's in cartoons. Yeah. So it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's feeding into our minds, our subconscious all the time. Okay. So then, yeah, if you do that, if you did that with those indigenous people, you, and you took out porn only, but then you put in the sex and food, you put in the sex and television. Yeah, they start looking at the bodies differently. And then as soon, you know, guys will start having instincts and, you know, cravings. And if they don't get what they want in that type of society or the indigenous society, then, yeah, they'll probably start raping or taking what they want. Mm-hmm. Just well, like if you have a lawless uh, town or a lawless, um, I guess, uh, society or something like that, they're, the men are going to do whatever the fuck they want. You know, they're, they're the most dominant as far as strength goes. So they're going to do what they want in this lawless type little town or whatever. But, you know, you create a civilization, you create society, you create laws that keeps, you know, the assholes and, you know, the rapers at bay at most part. But And yeah, porn, is, porn is fine um, as long as you can separate the fantasy from reality. You know, because what porn is, is you're watching other people have sex and you're getting aroused from that. So that's like what the difference is. I mean, if you like take porn and then you, um, you think like, oh, like this is like what my boyfriend likes. Well, this is what my boyfriend like watches on porn. Like this is what he must like in real life. But in reality, like he might not even like want that, you know, like this is just like something he just likes to watch, yeah. but not experience. It's different. Yeah. It could be just a fetish that he's embarrassed about. And so he does it you know, in secret or some shit. Yeah, but he no doesn't like expect you to, to do these things that he's watching on porn. I think that's, the, yes, you're right. And I think earlier, Markel mentioned this kind of dichotomy in society where like, um, you're super liberal and you're this big sexual fantasy like in porn, but in reality, you just want like, a, you want a human being that you can connect with. Like you don't want that ridiculous like all these like crazy like positions like you know it's like you know it's crazy but like in reality like you probably can't come from that you know yeah like legs like everywhere you know upside down and whatnot all all those like crazy positions (laughs) like they're just acting yeah that's that's be you know yeah what do you think lila what do you think about pornography (laughs) i was trying to think about this because i this is how nerdy I am, like, because porn is not just uh, videos, it's also, like, like, 50 kind of shades of gray kind of books and stuff, so mm-hmm. I was, like, because, like, I didn't lose my virginity until I was, like, 23, and I haven't had sex for two years, and I feel like I'm okay with it, um, I mean, I just always be there, I mean, I, I grew up in, like, an Asian society where sex is even more repressed than here, so I'm trying to like compare everyone's standards here to over there because over there advertising doesn't have as much sex as we do here. Now it's a little bit different. You know, everyone's all westernized now. Um, but I just feel like, well, if it gets you off, great. Uh, maybe I just don't have as much of a sex drive. But yeah, if it keeps like you guys say, the murderers and the rapists and all the crazy people at bay, then you just said you a buzzword. Know, Oh, fuck. Okay, ask me questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ask me questions. What questions do you guys have? I'm moving Ooh. at the 
I heard it. <laughs> it was a trap. Like, <laughs> hey, what you guys got? So what Here's was the, the, so the you, you mentioned that you read erotica, right? Yeah. What was the last piece of erotica you read? And what was the premise of it? Uh, it was like people at the gym or something. I was just doing a Google search. I probably should bookmark it, but I was just like, oh, whatever at helps me fall asleep. Sorry. I'm not very exciting. Sorry. I'm just that one out excitement of the no comes during conflict and fights. Sorry, what? Did I answer your question? Sorry, I'm so boring. Oh, no uh, I don't really believe you're that boring. Um... I don't know, because I run a business. I don't have time to do all this shit. Like, how are you guys having sex all the time? Like, what are you, what, what are you guys doing? You know, like, you guys just can't take time off and just hunt for pussy like this? Well, I mean, I don't, like, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> yeah, nobody's having sex at the moment, you know. Uh, quarantine and all. But I have a question. Yeah, uh, even so, when um, I was married, we didn't even have sex more than, like, twice a week. Like, that's, I mean, I don't know if that's normal or not, but that's just what happened. I mean. Damn. Is that good or bad? Like, you guys are very Well, hold on, hold on. I think twice a week is, like, the national average, though. Yeah, that's normal. That's Yeah, that's normal. That's not bad at all. Yeah. How often do you guys sleep naked? We didn't. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been so long. I just like I don't know what it, things look like down there anymore. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll me- what? How, did you had a question, Andre? I was gonna ask that. Would you ever date another comedian? No, unless they were like a surgeon. Because I did did go out with somebody who is a surgeon who also did stand up comedy for fun. And then we went to Nobu out for our first date, so that was cool. Uh, he didn't call me back, so I stole a joke. Um, so, but probably, probably, probably not unless it was just like a hobby. Right on. Mm-hmm. I'm ask a question. They said, when- Do you think it's like risky because um, they run the risk of you talking about them like during one of your sets or something like making fun of them. I mean, I don't, I don't care about that. Like, I think it's just stand-up comedians are fucked up people, and I know because I am one. So one person has to be crazy. One person has to be stable. Yeah, I'm not about to be the stable one. So he better be stable <laughs> somehow. Like he can have an appreciation for comedy, and then he can do it on the side or whatever. But full time, that's not a family dude's job, you know, because you got to hit the road. You got to, you know, yeah. you know, just go to these CD bars and you stay up till 3 a.m. Like I felt like I was not living a healthy lifestyle, let alone like, you know, somebody who has to raise a family and have kids and do all that stuff. So probably not. Um, but if he enjoys it as a hobby, great. But I don't see somebody who's fully committed to that sort of lifestyle be able to do everything uh really well you know like something has to give so i'd rather like you know he be stable and then just do it for fun rather than just full-time because the full-time people are fucked up people too you know so i just when there's so many other choices in the world why would i just settle for that you know that's 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 what my thought is word uh so someone asked a question i guess was it i think it was about the the naked situation 
said when married was the honeymoon or like 10 years in but i think it was continuing on the sleeping naked or something like that i think that's what it was i think that's what it was that we were married for like less than a year so it wasn't even like that long yeah mm. all right we got one more question <laughs> one more one more you guys can ask what about the ones that were written down huh? wait i have a question how would you handle infidelity in a relationship mm. are you asking everyone or like oh I'm <laughs> no you oh, like oh me oh, okay so this is my thought so when kobe cheated vanessa got like a four million dollar ring right so <laughs> I would be okay if uh, he knew that cheating was going to get him punished financially and I'm going to win. So <laughs> if he cheats, that means I can cheat also. And I think uh -huh. I can get a better man than he can get a girl, you know, because usually men cheat down for their egos because it's usually because they feel emasculated and they want to get like a, you know, a girl who's lower than them to feel more like a man. Usually when women cheat, they cheat up, right? So, you know, look at Lauren Sanchez. She fucking bagged a fucking potential trillionaire. So, um, and he just bought Lauren a house. So I feel like there's no point in building a man because he's just going to leave you. Mackenzie built up Amazon for him, basically, like doing the counting, investing. What the fuck did she get? Get fucking kicked to the curb. He laughed at her in court for asking for so little money. Now she's, I mean, she, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's not worth it. Just get a rich man. Something was like the, like the four richest women in the world all got their money either from divorces or being bequeathed by their fathers. Yep. Yeah, so what? I mean, like, what did she get out of it? Uh, she's fucking rich now. That's what she got out of it. She right. kind of built up but Amazon and got fucking paid. But who is she going to be? I mean, it's so that you know 20 there years are more the that's gonna fuck with you mentally do you really discern after that? if you're so if you're a woman this is a legitimate question i guess so all trolling aside if you are a woman who is a billionaire let's say you have a billion dollars liquid are you still going to look for a man who has more money than you or would you settle for another billionaire or a multi-billionaire i wouldn't even get married what's the point I mean, at that point, you can just marry for love. Oh, why would you even get married? Why would you want to be with a guy you can't respect? Wow. So if you get billions of dollars out of a fucking divorce, and then you go marry someone who has $100 million, you can't respect them? How can you marry a man who, okay, how can you respect a man who makes less than you? That's my question. Well, you didn't make fucking anything if you get all your money from a divorce, so. But how can you respect a man who's just not able to reach a point where you are when you have hormones fucking bleeding out every month. Okay, fuck all those hormones. Not... You can't judge a man because he's not sucking dick. So, like, that you can't. Same thing. What? Doesn't that make sense? What does that make perfect really... sense? Yeah, what so, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, you're telling me right now, if a woman gets a billion dollars, she's not a self-made billionaire, she got a billion dollars through divorce or have it bequeathed to her because somebody passed away, she, who maybe never worked a job in her life, can't respect a man who's worth multiple millions of dollars. Nope. Because he didn't hit he's lower size. than her. He's lower than her on the totem pole. Hypergamy. Yep. That's, no, at that point, that's kind of just being incredibly shallow, and that's when you die alone. Yeah, exactly. So who cares? I die alone with my money rather than with a loser <laughs> who can't even make money that I have. I mean, you guys rule the world, and you guys can't make money? Oh, my God. You're never alone you when you have to pass on your state to your cat or what? Yep. Yeah. 
if you want to shame girls like that, if it gets you pussy, Markel, great, do that, you know, but, uh, just, <laughs> No, I'm just saying, you, like, do you see how, how retarded you sound? Like, no, no, I mean, name calling. Yeah, I don't give calling. I've been called so She's many She's a comedian. She can take fear. it. She can talk about on this podcast. She can totally take it. So I mean, I'm, just, I'm just baffled. I'm incredibly baffled at this point. So a girl has bequeathed billions of dollars, but then won't date someone who's worth hundreds of millions. Wouldn't her answer be like, don't status. be a stupid girl and marry a guy who makes less than you? Why would you do that? That would embarrass my ancestors. They would roll in their graves. It'd be like, stay single, girl. Why would you get with a loser who might just be with you for your money? It doesn't make sense to me. That's what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Shit. All right. Yeah, I'll take that at that. Maybe, I'm just, maybe <laughs> I, it's I the unknown, it. unknown. The thing that I didn't know that I didn't know. No, I think what it is is she married for love at first, and then she got her heart broken, so now she just wants to marry for money, which makes sense. But at some point, she's going to get to a point where she's going to see that money can't really do much but just buy her things that could, you know, deteriorate, get lost, get stolen. Right. You can lose a billion dollars just as fast as you can make it. You can, you can lose love, too? Money. Love Definitely. is the fastest thing to Very go. True. That's Very the true. fastest but thing to go. Once a woman gets older and ugly, guys out. You know? You can find love in a lot of places, but you, it's damn hard to find a billion dollars. Exactly. So go for the billion dollars. Um, at least a million. I live in Orange County, so millionaires are not even that uncommon. It's like, if you, you don't have a hundred million, the bankers don't even look at you. Like, they're like, ah, oh, back the line. Fuck you. You're only a millionaire? That's a loser. <laughs> Do you have any stats specials is? on YouTube? <laughs> Huh? I'm just curious. Like, is there, is there other recordings of your, your specials or no? Like, do you yeah, have any, like, yeah. Um, I'm on YouTube. I was on Kill Tony. I was on Laugh Factory. I was on all the things that mattered. So, yeah, oh, you guys. Nice. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. You on Laugh Factory? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's six hours for that fucking two minutes, but whatever. <laughs> Keeping it 100, man. That's everyone. A lot of girls are like asking for your Instagram. All that. Yeah. Uh, got a couple of girls. <laughs> had to write that down i'm like see this later <laughs> that's wild you know what now i'm kind of like maybe my standards are too low like why would i get a girl poorer than me at this point like why get a builder yeah, get a smart girl like who can make money right? who can build you up you know and then leave her when she's old and ugly that's that's exactly yeah, set the precedent Leland's like why would you date get someone more broke than you and it's like Leland's incredibly smart. She would never date a guy more broke than her, ever. But there are tons of rich girls out there who will. So for all my men, all my kings, listen to this. Get you a rich chick. Stop dating broke girls. <laughs> yeah, she's you can. Go ahead. Court. She's driving that 2004 Honda Accord with a dent in the door. You can. Let her go. Yeah. Let her go. Get a rich girl if you can. Why not? You're in Orange County. You have any friends? How old are you? How old are your friends? I'm like 80 years old. It's a plastic surgery. It's uh, pretty good. That's that beige um, what it is. You'll figure it out. You're a smart guy. Uh, figure out who my friends are. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to date a rich girl, go ahead. If she's willing to look at you, amazing. No, it's, that's hats off to you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm encouraging you. If you can get a rich girl, do it. No, I'd say the equivalent to getting a billionaire guy would be a gorgeous woman who never ages, so her pussy is always tight, she'll never give you kids, and she'll always make you feel like a great man. 
which is impossible. So, you know, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. And right. I don't know. I don't know. Like honestly, I'm incredibly inspired by Leland's account of what to do. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should stop looking at women with collegiate degrees, and I start looking at women who are in line to receive multi-million dollar uh, bequeathments from their parents, their inheritance, yeah, million-dollar inheritance. I should do really it. start doing that. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's all public record too. I'm pretty sure I could just find that out by going to the county registrar or something like that. Yeah, go ahead. That's strategic, dude. That's strategy. <laughs> Your life is gonna be better after this if you do that. I swear to God. <laughs> we got someone comment and said it's different for men though. Yep. I, I don't know. I don't know. If you got game, it's not that different. But would you be would you be an alpha if you're willing to be in a relationship with a woman who makes more money than you? Oh, alpha doesn't care about money. Yeah. You're an that. alpha if you're uh, We've said on this podcast that, like, that's the exchange, right? Uh-oh. What you got? <laughs> What's the exchange? Uh, that, like, men provide. They're providers, and they have right. to put more status. And okay. women provide feminine energy. That's yes. the exchange. Right. Yes. Uh, betas so provide. Why, so why would a man, like, reverse that? Why would he accept, like... Well, he's a beta dude. He wants to be a woman. That's a feminine energy. Well, let's say you're a guy who, let's say you have a high income skill, or you're currently working on your real estate portfolio, or whatever reason, right? Like again, like let's say you're marrying somebody whose parents, you know, they passed away and they received a whole bunch of money. That has nothing to do with level of masculinity you currently possess, or could potentially reach at some point. If she thinks you're man enough, you're man enough, and that's about it. The most alpha if thing you can do you broke. If is broke not right care about somebody else's broke. opinion. That's the most alpha thing you can do is not care about somebody else's opinion. If you can take care of all your bills and reasonably take care of her bills and you're still working towards something else, she'll totally. Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> as, as somebody who has dated, legitimately dated women, <laughs> two or three times above my tax bracket, I can tell you, it, it, it matters to an extent. What do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think? No comment. <laughs> right. Are people here? Did people drop off? No, nah, we still got people We're in. Here. Oh, people still oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to, just because you have a penis doesn't mean you're a man. Sometimes you want to be a woman, you want to lay back and mooch off of her. So who am I to judge, you know? So Gay guys. Aside from finances, what makes a man a man? Uh, what do you think separates a boy from a grown person? No, I asked you first. God, that's so annoying. Well, she answered with a question, so we answered her question. No, you don't answer questions. So I asked her, aside from finances, you know how she feels about that, what makes a man a man? A man protects and provides, and he accepts responsibility, and he has a mission in life to carry forward. And the thing is, as a woman... Because I don't know how to be a man because I'm a woman, right? 
and right. I didn't think I would have to explain what being a man is to a man, but okay, here we go. A lot of things happen in this life. Yeah, because Markel doesn't know. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know. Obviously. <laughs> okay, but I'll try my best to explain because oh I've never God. had to do this. <laughs> All right. Okay, as a woman, when we are like 12 or 13, we start bleeding, and that's when we become a woman. I mean, it's just kind of decided by nature. You're a woman if you For bleed. We have all these other things to do if you want to be a man. For a man, it's like you guys get to decide on your own. Like, maybe it means you make $100,000. Maybe for other people, it's like you can hold down a job. For another person, it's like you start build a company. So it, it depends on the guy, right? It depends on his culture. depends on his upbringing. But just having a penis doesn't mean that you're a dude like i mean you're a man you know because it's like a little boy can have a penis and he can do whatever but he's not really a man but to me it has to do with being a provider being a protector being responsible and having a mission in life mm -hmm. and not having to just being able to just stand on his own without having a mother like, mm -hmm. I actually 100% agree with that definition. A thousand percent agree with that. Wow, that's powerful. That's a great definition. So that's if a man can do all that, and he has some wherewithal in the financial department, like so, what else uh, does he need at that point? So not to interrupt. Has a couple million in the bank. Why does he need a billion? If he can take Why care of Why wouldn't he get a bill? So you guys don't want to settle for an ugly old hag without teeth who's not 5,000 pounds, but you want to do the bare minimum in terms of the finances? Like that's Do you know the difference between a million and a billion? Do you I know mean, what the financial difference is? I mean, you I'm can, sorry. You're you can in Orange County. You can Orange neg County. me all you want, Markel. You can neg me and, you know, insult me and, and insinuate that I'm stupid all that I all that you want. You have the free will to do so. But everyone watching knows who you aren't and who you are. And, you know, there's no amount of convincing that can convince me to be with a low-level dude. It's just no thank you. Which so, I would never ask you the level dude. What I'm saying, what I'm questioning is the difference between, and this goes back to my original question, the guy who has hundreds of millions versus the guy who has billions. I think if you see a major difference in between that, I think that's flawed personally, right? Like if you are a woman and you're a billionaire, but you wouldn't date a guy who has hundreds of millions, I totally understand being a billionaire woman and not wanting to date a guy who's making 50,000 a year. I could totally get that. I could totally get not one data guy who only has four or five million. I am just a little bit confused on the hundreds of millions. And maybe my, my whole question actually more to do with money. Like what is the biggest difference between hundreds of millions of billions? Maybe that's my actual problem here. Nothing to do with women or men and the whole dating aspect. I just think that's incredibly weird. Well, lots of things are weird in this world, Markel. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> well, Markel is he's great. not getting the answer the that, that he wants. So he keeps talking in a circle. But can yeah, we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he just wants to be right. All right, Markel, yeah, you're he wants right. To be right Happy. so badly. You're right. You're right. Happy. So he keeps making up all these scenarios yeah, and stuff he just, wants to, just to get yeah, his answer. He's not going to get it from her. It's the original scenario. I haven't made anything new up. This is the original question I asked earlier. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, next question, please. <laughs> All right, I'll go with the next question. Where you at, Dante? I mean, what are you doing, man? You're just circling around. You're not even mediating. Come on, brother. Whoa, whoa, I'm mediating. No, we're good. We're adults, you know. We're having fun. Don't call me sideways, bit. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, Okay, all right. So now we're talking about alphas. And I actually, and surely you did say buzzword, too. I'm, I'm, I'm 
You did say one. Yeah. You said, said, said powerful. All right, all right. Powerful. we'll let that slide. Okay, it's not the same. That'll be the right word. All right, fine. We'll let it slide. Semantics. <laughs> all right, so we talked about alphas and betas. Um, how do alphas view sex? Mm. I guess to steal the, the phrase from Leland, isn't it obvious how alphas view sex? They use sex as something as they want, and they just take it when they want it. Basically. So like a rapist? <laughs> as soon as I said it, too, I was like, someone's going to say the R word. No, not like a rapist. But they don't always consider the consequences of repercussions. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do, you, what do ladies think? Since we got some alpha women. An alpha makes a woman want to have sex with him. That's what Alpha does. Ooh. Dang. Okay, well. Y'all agree? <laughs> Y'all agree? <laughs> What'd she say? Her laugh. I love it. She said an alpha makes a woman want to have sex. Like he and his masculinity, his power, yes. that's what yes. inspires her to like lay down with them. I love that. Yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website of our Y Day podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where this episode is on and we're on soundcloud apple google play and we're also on uh, spotify so and we also actually have this video um the episode of the video on our youtube channel on the wide date podcast web uh, youtube channel which is also in that website and we have a patreon website as well now if you guys want to donate five dollars a month is we're going to give you guys the all exclusive behind the scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode. And just put it in there. And Or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. But, all right, don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Get back into the episode right now. Okay, is it possible to get have sex without getting emotionally attached? If so, why? How? Not for a woman. No, I think women can have sex and not feel emotionally attached. I don't think so. I doubt yeah. I mean, if you're out here just fucking for billions, I think they totally can. <laughs> I think if you're, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that to like nag or like it's throw a joke, but it's serious. Like if you're a woman and you're a whole you know, close your eyes and just take a nap, you guys over. All right. Yeah, just like pretend he's like John Stamos or something. Just, just don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, "Where is this dude from?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked for your, your IG. I don't know if you have IG. I don't know if you, you have IG, do you? You do, right? 
Me? No, Leland. You have the IG, right? Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. I I'll drop it. If someone has to ask to drop it on there on the on the comments. I'll drop it. I'll drop it. Um I'll just just put it on the Facebook and I'll I'll just copy it. <laughs> she said, as a woman, no. Women absolutely can. All right. Yeah, they absolutely can. I believe that. Look at this question chat. Oh, <laughs> so <Yeah>. random. <laughs> All right. So man, a lot of questions on here. Let's see. I guess where do you fall on a spectrum? Is sex transition transactional or more spiritual? <laughs> Who put that on there? No one? Quiet? Crickets? No one? Area. It can be a both. I mean, why not 50, both? 50, yeah, it's like 50 50, man. Depends on the person. That's the question. It's asking, what are you? Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. That's hilarious. I don't see it transactional. I'm not that shallow. Transactional. Yeah. <laughs> like, how could well, you? I used to not see it transactional, transactional, but I think I've been convinced. What was that? How could you enjoy it if it's just transactional? Why do you need to enjoy it? Because we're yeah. uh, we're humans, and that's something that humans do is they enjoy sex. <laughs> but you don't. Know, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, but for me, it's just like if you're gonna do it, why don't you just get something out of it instead of like liking it, and then this guy kind of sucks and he can't do anything for you. You know what I mean? Like I get it, nice, it, but it's like then he doesn't have to give you anything he's like oh she's just satisfied sexually i don't have to pay her bills i don't have to marry her i don't have to you know like buy her gifts to make her happy um so well, to me if i could pay my own bills and i don't need any gifts but working sucks <laughs> well not if you love your job <laughs> yeah but to me it's just like then, then what's the point of even being with a man if you can't even pay your bills like how can you submit to that like in terms of like getting turned on and stuff like how can you get turned on with a guy who if you know if you have sex with him your life is going to be worse because he can't afford your kids and you're going to have to work doubly hard and you can't go out and have fun and get with a guy who can take care of you but you're stuck with this dusty dude who can't really do shit that's that's my thought because i was the higher earning breadwinner as the first wife and it was just not fun like uh and i don't want to do it again it just it's not worth it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel it. all right well someone said define the what you mean by transaction what i mean by transaction what do you guys what's your definition of transactional and sex i have sex with you we go on vacation or you provide something for me that I need. I think your camera's off. Yeah, it's my my computer's charging. Sorry. Oh <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, is there always a transaction? Someone asked if there's is is there always a transaction though? If it's transactional you're giving sex, then yes. Potential immortality to him, you know, because pussy is the closest thing to immortality if you think about it. And he's not gonna pay anything for that. That seems kind of one-sided to me. Mm. <laughs> Man, what's happening? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, got, I gotta ask. How is pussy <laughs> close to immortality? <laughs> what's going on? You like, like, oh, it's so true, though. I forgot. It's true. 
he, well, he's he. There's more to. It. I forgot that. So it's like a transfer of energy, like like you said. I guess it would be intensity of emotional attachment. So it was just a couple of questions. I guess it was leading on to the energy part. <laughs> Man, whew. I want to know how like pussy is close to like the closest thing you'll ever get to God. Through. Because you can have kids, right? Because you're gonna just die and then nothing, or you're gonna have kids, right? So it's oh, like yeah. immortality, right? In, yeah, that in makes a sense, like mm-hmm. a legacy. Yes, yeah. like you're passing on your genes, your DNA. Yes. So in a way, that's immortal immortality. Yes. Beautiful. You ever hear somebody say something, you just completely disagree, but you just love the way they say it. You're just like, that doesn't make Very. any sense, but I'm glad she's saying it like this. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of sense. Like, there's, there's no soft way to say it, so she just comes out and says it, and I fucking love it. But I also don't understand anything she said. So yeah, I don't just, agree with that. That's, <laughs> like, that's weird, fine. Like, I mean, you guys can make your point, too. You know, it's not a one-sided, you know. <laughs> honestly, like, everything you're saying, you're making my point for me. So I can just stay quiet this time. Okay. Uh, you can be right. You know, Markel is always right. All right. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. She just mentioned it. Hey, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, well. I know we got like a couple more minutes left. <laughs> if anybody wants to add it to it, there's a lot of comments on here. I Any more questions? Change of, uh, you know, there's a couple of debates in here on, on the comments. So I kind of had to mediate that at the same time. Also mediate the Facebook. So that reminds me of um, busy man. Transactional sex jokes. I was watching a. Uh, it was I guess it was a clip from the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were discussing the the morality or the eth- ethicalness of like sugar babies, and like mm-hmm. sugar daddies and stuff. And they were actually explaining how transactional relationships work, right? How these girls will only occasionally get it up, but these guys are like affording their entire lifestyles, right? They're buying apartments, cars, paying their tuitions and stuff like that. And I, I kind of want to say, like, you know, I kind of get it. Like, it kind of makes sense. If you're, like, like if you're an old-ass dude, if you're, like, your 50s or 60s, why the fuck are you going to get married at that point? Right. Why are you going to get married? Like, that woman wasn't with you when you were broke. That woman wasn't with you when your first business failed. She wasn't with you when your parents. Like, I mean, like, at that point, it's like, is there really enough time to build that kind of bond to actually get married to somebody? Might as well just get three or four girlfriends who are only 40 of your age and just call it a day. Yeah, it costs more money, but at least you get to walk around with young hot chicks. So in a, in a way, I kind of get it, right? And as someone who understands hypergamy, whether I like it or don't, I also kind of get that too. And now I feel like I am being like suaded to think more about my choice of women. Like, hey, maybe I should just go for more. Like, should I be transactional? As a man, what does it look like being transactional? Like, not from like, I pay you, right? Like, it's like incognito prostitution. But it's like, what trend, as a man now, I'm like, what, what do I want, right? Because it's like, yeah, you make kids, but you're kind of like the oven, and I'm giving you the ingredients for the dough. So it's like, it's our kid too, you know? And if I'm the guy with all the money, I could definitely afford a lawyer to see my kid. So it's like, what am I getting out of that at that point too, you know? So now I just have to like sit and think about transactional sex for the next few days. Well, you can uh, become a sugar baby and go for like cougars, man. You know, <laughs> honestly, all I would have to do is shave my beard. I probably could do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, that like there's a lot of rich <laughs> women out there who want young men. You know, that uh, mm-hmm. have stamina. So, right. You know, they'll buy you a car. You know, 
hit them up every couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 23 now, 23, right? If I shave my beard and everything, I could totally pass for 17. So I'm just like, maybe I should. Maybe I should. All right, At least well, experience it, you know what I'm saying? If you find some cradle robbers, let's do it. Yeah. So it's coming to an end. I think this is about to end on my live stream on uh, Instagram. Right. Um, but anything you guys want to add on here? Um, I just want to say thank you for Leland for coming on. I please really be on more. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dante. Please. I hope I didn't destroy everything. I'm so sorry, but thank you so much. No, nah, nah. you're amazing. amazing. You got a lot of yeah, a lot of women who are trying to ask you for your for the, your IG handle. So they Can you just drop that real quick. You just give us your your IG handle real quick. Uh, she put it on the, on the comments. Yeah, I put it on. The oh, comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, and I also put on the comments on here. So right. but I appreciate y'all for coming on, man. I appreciate everybody. Thank you. Comments. I don't think anyone else has anything to say. Uh, okay, one minute. She dies now. Yep. Sick of babies. Didn't George Clooney marry after 50? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he definitely did. But all right. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, though, Leland. It was good. Hopefully, you come on in the future. I know you. Uh, no, please um, do please <laughs> yeah, we uh i guess you got a lot of people who are are loving it <laughs> i'm scared now i'm like kind of fearing for my life but, thank well, you but this is good for you because if this ever blows up you know like you could totally use this as like to get some viewership for all your comedy material yeah that's true see boom boom all right well that's it for me guys i don't have anything else to say hey everyone said they love you <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's gonna end soon. So, but yeah, <laughs> it's ended. But uh, so yeah, that's it. I'm done. That was amazing! <laughs> Woo! Look how much work I did. Today. Yes, you did it. That was a successful episode. I really yeah, valued your perspective. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming on last minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. So I know you're tired and sleeping like that. So we'll. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to stop recording this. So I appreciate you guys coming on and tune into the next episode, guys. All right, y'all. Take care. Peace. Hey, what's going on, Kylie? You know, it was a good topic we had uh, to talk about, but you know, it's more, way more important than sex. Um, falling in love? No, it's getting checked beforehand at letsgetchecked.com. Now, letsgetchecked.com is a lead provider at health test kits pretty much around the world. And they, what they do is that we all know 80% of transmitted, transmitted sex like uh, infections aren't actually, you can't even actually detect them. 80% of them, you really can't, they actually don't have symptoms at all. So that's oh. the scary part. So people don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So what it does, if you're really sexually active, we do, pro, uh, we do protect, uh, have protective sex is good. But if you're mm -hmm. not, if you're sexually active, you're doing a protective sex, you might want to check yourself out. Um, you know, especially if you experience any, any symptoms beforehand, because most people, we kind of just go in there like, all right, man, like, first you guys, like, I'm burning a little bit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So just go in there. So this pretty much, this episode is brought to you by letsgetchecked.com. Um, pretty much the whole episode is dedicated to this whole topic of sex. Um, you know, so the how it works is your test kit is delivered straight to your door. You pretty much get a blood sample test, a tip of your finger, you mail it back to your accredited laboratories at prepaid label and receive support and guidance at any LGC medical team who are available 24 seven to offer you the personalized advice you need to know your hormonal health. So let's get checked. All right. So we're also going to invite anyone who's listening, who's on this episode, um, a discount. So 20% discount code, 
enter that in on the website. It's called Date 20. So for this whole week, we're giving all our listeners that discount. So yeah, woo, yeah, right? Get yourself checked. And that's what we always say. Promise, press safe sex. But if you're not going to do it, make sure you're prepared. Mm-hmm. Get yourself checked.